This podcast is looking for good deals on great food, but sometimes we need to grab a bite late at night. What are some of your favorite late night happy hours in the KC Metro? Text us at 816-601-4777. That's 816-601-4777. Standard texting rates apply. Up to date wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. I'm Steve Kraske. A coalition of Missouri abortion rights groups launched a campaign last week to get an amendment on the 2024 statewide ballot. The group is called Missourians for Constitutional Freedom, and they have until May to gather over 170,000 signatures to get the amendment, which would legalize abortion up to the point of fetal viability, to voters this November. Here to tell us more about how all this works is Tori Schaefer. She's a leader with Missourians for Constitutional Freedom and an attorney for the American Civil Liberties Union of Missouri. Tori, good to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. Also with us is Emily Wales, another leader with the group and the president and CEO of Planned Parenthood Great Plains. Emily, thanks for being here. Thank you. It's good to be here. So, Tori, if you would, tell us about Missourians for Constitutional Freedom. What's the purpose of the coalition? Yes. So Missourians for Constitutional Freedom is a grassroots effort led by Missourians. um, And we're trying to prove what we've known all along, that Missourians want the freedom to make their own decisions for themselves and their families. So we're putting forward uh, a ballot initiative and passing this amendment will end our state's total abortion ban and make sure Missourians and their families can once again make the decisions that are best for them. Tori, who's behind the effort? Well, you have myself here uh, from the American Civil Liberties Union. We have Emily, um, Planned Parenthood Great Plains, Planned Parenthood St. Louis, and we have Abortion Action Missouri that are really leading this Missouri-based coalition along with our partners from different organizations across the state. Emily, when did Planned Parenthood Great Plains become involved with this? We've been talking with our partners who do this work, like the ACLU, for months now. You know, right after Missouri's ban took effect, people were desperate to restore access, to learn more about what was happening in the state. And, of course, we were trying to answer questions about confusion, what was legal, what wasn't. Um, So it's been lots and lots of conversations, planning, thinking seriously about how we could restore meaningful access. And then we jumped in uh, at the beginning of this year when it was clear that the political games were over and we were actually going to be able to get something to the voters. So we're all in now and we know folks are excited and we're eager to do everything we can to let voters have a say about their own rights and their reproductive freedom. Emily, you mentioned political games. What are you referring to? Well, at this point, we've had, I think shenanigans is the nicest way to describe it, but there's really been a purposeful attempt to subvert the will of the voters by the Secretary of State, by the Attorney General's office in Missouri, who have attempted to change the language to make it incredibly political, um, really medically inaccurate about what would appear on the ballot summary, games about the fiscal note. You know, at this point, the ACLU has done a tremendous job in litigating and getting accurate, fair language for voters. So now we know what the real language would look like, and we can start educating, collecting signatures, and moving forward to help Missourians get access back to care. Emily, you're basically talking about Republican leaders in Missouri trying to uh, delay the vote on any constitutional amendment on abortion, maybe passed this year, correct? Yes, that's exactly right. 
Uh, Jay Ashcroft in particular, the Secretary of State, has introduced, has proposed language initially that was so biased that it was very quickly changed by the circuit court in Cole County and then modified again by the Court of Appeals. The ACLU, they're experts in this work. It's part of why it's so good to partner with them. But they said again and again, you have to tell people what they're really voting on. Missourians are smart. They know when they're being fooled. They know when language is politically charged and not accurate. Um, so we're really pleased that people are going to get a fair shot at deciding what their own rights are. Tory, nonetheless, Republicans have been successful at delaying the gathering of petitions, which is sort of the next step in this process. How much time do you have to gather the necessary signatures now? Signatures are due on May 5th, uh, and we're confident we're going to collect the signatures we need. We're also confident that any future legal roadblocks politicians try to set up are completely political, and we will continue to win, and they will continue to fail in court. Tell us how many signatures you need, Tory. We need about 172,000, but we know Missourians really want this, so we fully expect to outproject that number. Well, to get that number of signatures, you're going to have to raise some money to hire people to gather those signatures. I was struck by the fact that the campaign launched this, uh, just last week. It re- raised more than a million bucks in the first day, Tori. What does that signal to you? Missourians are excited about this. Uh, ever since you know we started our litigation over the summer and into the fall, folks have been asking, where can I sign? When can I sign? How do you need help? Um, where can I go? So we're really excited to be able to now funnel that energy into a campaign. And on the day we launched, just as you said, we raised over a million dollars that first day. Um, and Missourians continue to show up and support this initiative because it's something our state really wants. And frankly, we really need. But you're going to need more than a million bucks, right? How much will you need to get this done? Oh, that is that is a good question. Uh, we're hoping to raise as much as we possibly can from um, inside Missouri in order to put this on the ballot. Uh, we know that campaigns are expensive. Campaigns are expensive, especially during a gubernatorial election and a presidential election. So we're asking any folks who are interested to visit our website and donate via our Black Act Blue. I've read that you want to gather at least $5 million. Does that sound right? I think my goal is much higher than that. Hmm. <laughs> but uh, we we know that this is a huge endeavor that we're taking on. We saw what it takes to win in both in Ohio and Michigan. Uh, we know what the winning strategy is. Our partners at both the Planned Parenthoods and ACLUs of Ohio and Michigan were deeply involved in that fight. And Emily and her team were deeply involved in the fight in Kansas. We have this winning, winning strategy, the winning team. Uh, we know how to get it done, and we're going to get it done for Missouri. Just to be clear, you're talking about raising money not only for the gathering of signatures, but then to actually pass the amendment come August or November. So how much money do you think you will need? We'll definitely need lots of resources because we want to make sure that every Missourian knows that this is going to go on the ballot. And so uh, we'll want to do things like radio ads and um, talking to people like you and then also TV ads. It's going to be a very... Uh, it's going to be a large undertaking, but we know that it's something Missourians want, so we're going to continue to fight for it. We'll be back in just a minute. You listen to this podcast every day because it's your KC local reliable news source. You take us seriously, but you know, we like to get down and we want you to party with us. Join us at our annual benefit radioactive on June 14th. NPR's All Things Considered host Ari Shapiro is the featured guest at this party and it's going to be bumping. You got to be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org slash radioactive. 
Emily, tell me a little bit more about uh, Ohio and Michigan and what the strategy was to get uh, abortion rights passed in those key Midwestern states. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we we were able to lead the way really with Kansas. And I think there's a, a healthy competition across the state line where Missourians tagged in and in many cases canvassed and tried to protect their own rights across uh, what was happening in Kansas. Um, and there we had a totally different fight. You know, we were on the defensive. We had an established constitutional protection. We still had to raise and spend almost $11 million because the other side put so much money into stripping people of their rights. So this is going to be more expensive. We didn't have to collect signatures in Kansas the way they did in Ohio and Michigan. The process of uh, getting folks on the ground, collecting signatures, validating them, anticipating that there will be more political gamesmanship when we try to get the signatures verified and qualify for the ballot. That whole process is going to be new to the Kansas City area in particular that saw Kansas play out. Uh, That's a big lift. And that is what happened in Ohio and Michigan. The nice thing is we learned a lot about people's misunderstandings about abortion, their misunderstandings too about what is legal, what is not. You know, in Kansas, right after the Dobbs decision came down and Roe had fallen, people still didn't know whether they could get care in Missouri. They were still calling um, health centers of Planned Parenthood and other providers asking if they could get care. Once they realized they couldn't, they were motivated to Mm. take action. Um, And that's what's so amazing about what's happening here is that people have been desperate for a year and a half to know what to do next, what steps to take. And now we can tell them. We can say, go to moconstitutionalfreedom.org and actually sign up, get involved, give money, Um, This is a chance to tell politicians that you want to take control of your own body, your own future, your life, and you can do it now. So, Tori, if you would, let's talk about Missouri and what's going to be on the ballot. If you would, explain the language of the amendment. What does it say? So our amendment um, establishes in the Missouri Constitution a right to reproductive freedom and specifically keeping government interference out of those decisions. Our initiative allows for limits on abortion after viability with protections and regulations to ensure the health and safety of patients. How do you define Uh, viability, uh, Tori, just so everyone understands? So we encourage everyone to read the amendment. Um, We define fetal viability within the amendment. uh, And really what that's getting at is the fact that politicians aren't doctors. Uh, We can't know someone else's circumstance. We're not in their shoes. This measure simply ensures that a patient's needs, not politicians, drive those important medical decisions. Emily, roughly 20, 24 weeks just so people are on the same page. Yeah, that is the right time frame. And I think as, you know, Tori emphasized the The thing we care about really deeply is knowing that individual patients and most importantly, the doctors who are expert in this care can make the decisions. When you read the language of Missouri's current abortion ban, it is not defined in any way by standard of care or by medical practice, and it really puts providers in a terrible position. It ties their hands to where patients are, you know, literally in a in the potentially going to lose their lives before they feel like they can act to save their patients. Um, what we want to do is say this needs to be up to providers and patients. And, and the window you described is what we're talking about, because also it's what people understand. You know, we're combating in this um, conversation with voters, even though people want their rights, they've been subjected to decades of misinformation by anti-abortion groups. Um, They often don't know a whole lot about how reproduction works, and they're learning that now. Um, So we we want them to have the most meaningful access and especially the most local access they can have 
too many patients are traveling hours, sometimes days to get care right now. That doesn't have to be what Missourians have to live with. Emily, I'm running a little short of time, but I wanted to cover one more point. Your group, Missourians for Constitutional Freedom, originally you were considering as many as 11 possible versions of this amendment. How did you boil it down to this one? I'm guessing that was a fairly intense conversation, eliminating 10 of the 11 and just going with the one. Yeah, that's a great question. Again, one of the main differences, especially for folks in the Kansas City area who've seen Kansas and now Missouri play out in these public conversations, is that in Kansas, the legislature wrote language that would have stripped Kansans of their rights. In Missouri, we had a totally different opportunity and a very different process for initiative petitions, where you do draft a number of lang- uh, draft a number of versions. You do try to see what the attacks are going to be politically, modifying that language, not sending fair language to the voters. And so what we got to see was what is the language that is that best communicates uh, a fair way for restore access. You know, it's not lost on me, Tori, that Republicans are offering their own ballot initiative that would enshrine abortion rights in the Constitution up to 12 weeks. It would also allow exceptions for rape and incest. What do you make of this idea? And is it going to muck up the works for what you want to see happen here? You know, I'm honestly really hopeful that everybody is going to get together um, and join behind our ballot initiative that's moving forward. Uh, I think folks have seen the power that Missourians for Constitutional Freedom has and um, the the people's excitement about this initiative. So we're really confident that our, our tent's going to get a lot bigger and um, folks are going to join to move this forward. Okay, that's the voice of Tori Schaefer. She's a leader with Missourians for Constitutional Freedom. She's also an attorney with the ACLU of Missouri. Emily Wales is also with the group. She's president and CEO of Planned Parenthood Great Plains. Thank you both for taking time this morning. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Up to Date is a production of KCUR 89.3. The program is produced by Zach Wilson, Elizabeth Ruiz, Claudia Brancard, and Hallie Jackson. Paul Nakatura is our announcer and engineer. The theme music was composed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening. the environment? In Kansas, we're working on it. Up From Dust is a podcast about how humans reshaped the world to fit urban landscapes and agricultural needs. We'll meet the people who are rolling up their sleeves to find more sustainable ways forward. Listen to Up From Dust from KCUR, part of the NPR Network.